Reset them to your greatness. Reset them to our greatness. Reset to your greatness. Reset to our greatness. Reset to your greatness. Reset. Hey there, everyone. This is Stephanie Rule, your NHA podcast host. And I'd like to welcome you to our March 2021 episode. Our topic this month is self-care in the face of toxic relationships. Most of us have had relationships in our lives that cause us pain, relationships that feel almost impossible to manage, impossible to heal, impossible to take care of yourself while still being in that relationship, whether it's a family member, a friend, or a coworker. Today, my guest and I will discuss how the nurtured heart approach provides us with something called the three stands to lean into and to provide us with just the support we need to be able to have self-care in the face of these very painfully toxic relationships and, and can guide us in healing ourselves and possibly even healing the relationship. Just a few announcements before I do introduce my guest for today. You can subscribe to our NHA podcast through iTunes or Blog Talk Radio so you can receive notifications about new episodes every month. You can find the Children's Success Foundation on social media by searching CSF is Greatness. You can explore our website, childrensuccessfoundation.com, for many great resources. And you can visit our Facebook page, The Nurtured Heart Approach, for informative discussions around the application of NHA in your life. Certified trainers of The Nurtured Heart are on this page and provide great feedback and insight as you begin your journey with The Nurtured Heart Approach. Lastly, if you have questions, comments, or any feedback regarding the podcast, you can email them to nhapodcast.csf at gmail.com. All right, without further ado, I would be, I am honored to introduce my guest that is here with me today to discuss how to have self-care in the midst of a toxic relationship. Stacy Nielsen. Stacy is a nationally certified school psychologist. She lives and works in the Twin Cities area of Minnesota. Through work in adolescent corrections, mental health treatment, and truancy intervention, Stacy learned many approaches to working with youth. However, none of them seemed to create lasting success for children. Then she was introduced to the nurtured heart approach, and the ahas started occurring for her. A 10-year advanced nurtured heart approach trainer, she is passionate about seeing and calling out the greatness in herself and in others. She is especially determined to reflect greatness back to adults because full and fueled adults lead to happy and successful children. Stacy lives the nurtured heart approach in all areas of her life, including teaching classes, engaging in greatness journaling and inner wealth breathing, reflecting greatness to her nieces and nephew, and even in training her new puppy. Welcome to the show, Stacey. It's an honor to have you here with me today. Thank you. It's so good to be here. Yes, I'm happy that you're here. And I'm really looking forward to hearing more about how you've utilized the tenets of the nurtured heart approach to be mindful of self-care and healing painful relationships. Um, so many of us have experienced some level of a toxic relationship and have not had the right tools in our hands to help us remember to reflect on the importance of self-care. Um, something you mentioned in your bio really um, stood out to me. 
you said uh, deter um, that you are determined to reflect greatness back to adults because full and fueled adults lead to happy and successful children. And that really stood out to me. I could not agree with you more on this. Um, and it made me think about how also full and fueled adults leads or can lead to healthier adult relationships, yes. which, right. And so nurtured heart approach, the beauty of that is that it, of, um, is that it gives us the gift of, um, helping to be able to detoxify our relationships that maybe have been painful to us either in the past or currently. Okay, so before we get to just dive into that discussion, um, I, I love to ask my guests on the show to give our listeners a quick definition of the Nurtured Heart Approach, um, because as you know, Stacey, as a 10-year advanced Nurtured Heart trainer, every person has a unique perspective and definition of what NHA is, not to mention every time we define NHA, it really kind of comes out differently because it does depend <clears throat> so much on the circumstances um, and the, the people around you, who you're talking to. Um, so much of it is so conversational. So I would love to hear how, um, how, how you are in this moment going to define the Nurtured Heart Approach. What's on your heart? Hmm. I think that's, that's so key what you just said too, that it, the definition, definition can change. Mm -hmm. So I'm breathing into this moment and what nurtured heart is for me. The nurtured heart approach is a way of living and being in this world that is healthy and balanced and the healthy and balanced part comes from the absolutely yes and the absolutely no. When you are clear on both of those, that leads to health, that leads to being balanced. So it's a healthy and balanced way of living in this world. Mm. That is so perfect. I love the way you said that in this moment. The nurtured heart is a way of living in the world in a healthy and balanced way way. And that just, it's beautiful. It leads perfectly into our, our discussion, what we're going to talk about today. Um, so that being said, let's go ahead and dive in. Let's talk about those toxic relationships in our lives and how, um, how we can maintain self-care in the midst of them. And what does that even mean? How does nurtured heart apply to that, right? How, mm -hmm. how do we apply nurtured heart approach to a toxic relationship? Um, so I'd love it if we could just dive into um, explaining to the listeners how to, how to walk through, maybe if you could give the listeners maybe just a quick definition of each of the stands, the three stands, and, and how to walk through um, each one of those stands and apply it to yourself and your own self-healing and self-care um, in the midst of toxic relationships. Absolutely. So let's start with stand one. Yeah. No energy to negativity. When I first learned Nurtured Heart, I interpreted no energy to negativity. First, I just thought about 
okay, I'm not gonna give energy to kids when they're engaging in negative behaviors. But when it, as I dove more into the approach and started applying it in all areas of my life, it has so much to do with, well, let's start with expectations. I think stand one applies so much to expectations, both in what we expect of ourselves and what we expect of others. And so when it comes to relationships, often we have, we, we have an ideal definition in our heads of what a relationship is supposed to look like. Right. And we get those messages from a lot of places, right? Um, Social media, popular culture, TV, movies, um, our family members. Mm -hmm. And I think, so the first thing to do is to honor to honor yourself and go, okay, um, this relationship that I'm in right now does not reflect what the world tells me that that relationship should be. And to not treat yourself badly as a result Mm. of feeling like you're not meeting the world's expectations. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yes. So uh, that I love what you said there, Stacey. I'm just reflecting on how stand one, absolutely no. And what that means, what we're saying when we, when we talk about absolutely no, is we're talking about, I'm not going to give any energy to negativity, right? So whether Mm -hmm. that energy is going, not going, whether I'm not going to give energy to my kids' negativity or my boss's negativity or my uh, any family member's negativity or myself, my own negativity. So I in a relationship that is potentially not, um, healthy for us, we can, for, we can take a moment and we can pause and we can, first of all, forgive ourselves for not meaning, like you were saying, Stacy, that expectation that we have set in our minds for what my relationship with my mom should look like, or my relationship with my husband should look like, or whatever the, which, whichever relationship it might be, right? We can take that minute, we can pause, we can reset ourselves and forgive ourselves for have, for it not looking the way we think it should look. And that pause, that moment of resetting gives us the opportunity to stop giving energy to our own negative thoughts, right? Yes. Because like you said, when we have those expectations set of what a relationship is supposed to be, um, if we don't meet those expectations, then we automatically start beating ourselves up, right? We start going into that negative internal dialogue spiral of what am I doing wrong? Why am I not doing it the way it's supposed to be? What am I doing that's making our relationship not work, right? So stand one, no energy to those negative thoughts forgive yourself for, for maybe not having the relationship be exactly as you, as you think it should be, or, or it was, you know, defined by society that it should be. Yes. And, um, I recently read a book called burnout and it talks about the expectations that are put on women specifically. Mm-hmm about being human givers, right? Mm -hmm. As a female, your job is to give and give and give and give. Mm 
So I think it can be easy to go to that place too and be like, well, if this relationship isn't where it's supposed to be, that is my fault Mm -hmm. because I must not be giving enough. And so that's another piece of not energizing negativity is owning that relationships are a two-way street. It isn't just on one person and that we can, we can let go of the expectation that um, a, a relationship relies strictly on us to solve or to fix. Mm-hmm. Right. Wow. That, that's, um, gosh, it's just so powerful to allow ourselves to, uh, powerful and empowering to allow ourselves to, to say, okay, I'm not going to give, I'm not going to force myself to be in, in actively engaged in this, in this, um, toxic toxicity right now, whether it's Mm -hmm. directly related to the person that you're that relate that specific relationship or the relationship you have with yourself because of that relation, that toxic relationship you have with the other person, right? Because it kind of creates this unhealthy relationship with you. When you have mm-hmm. a toxic relationship with someone else, you suddenly, it, it, it creates this um, vortex of, I'm not good enough. Yes, and yes. So how, I guess the question that many people are probably spinning on in their minds right now as they listen to this is, well, how, how do I not give energy to my negative um my own negative internal dialogue as I define, you know, this expectation of this relationship, how do I not do that? Can you speak to that a little bit? I think a lot of it is, it's interesting that when we try really hard to follow stand one, we may do it in a way that's actually violating stand one. So, Mm okay, I don't want to give energy to negativity. Oh, crap. I just gave energy to negativity. Oh, there I did it again. There I did it again. I need to stop. And then it just becomes a cycle. Yes. So Um, true. Yeah. So part of it is just the awareness of, oh, wait a minute. Yep. I think I was just energizing some negativity Mm. and just sitting with that for a second and seeing if you can just feel it without blame. When you can do that, I feel like that's when the, when the change starts to happen Mm -hmm. and that can take a long time. You might be sitting with that for a long time before you feel like you can change it. But again, that's part of not giving energy to negativity is being comfortable with your own pace Mm -hmm. and your own process of healing. Mm Yeah, it made that made me think about how in our society we we feel like there has to be um, action, immediate action. Like we have to something something happens, or we have a certain conversation, or a certain thought crosses our mind, and we have to take action on that thought. We have to take action on that conversation, action on that energy that's happening. Um, but I, you know, I mean, what what I'm hearing you say right now, Stacy, is actually guys, no, we don't. We can allow whatever it is, whether it's energy or 
um, you know, a, a, a conversation that you've had, you can, we can allow ourselves to just sit with it. We don't mm-hmm. have to react and we don't have to take action right away. If we give us that ourselves that moment to pause and really just sit with that energy, then we can learn. So we can learn from that energy, right? Mm-hmm. There's a way to be able to turn the energy around and kind of, you know, I, I I've had a conversation with, um, our colleague, Scott Lindstrom, that always, mm-hmm. that's jumping into my mind right now, which is, you know, it's almost like you're sitting on, on the couch and you can turn to that energy and say, oh, hi energy. I see you. You're there and greet it. And not instead of get away, get away, get away. This is not good. Not good. You have to go. I can't, I can't deal with you. I don't want you here. Um, and it's, it's not the, well, we're not, it's not the suggestion of, well, you have to be okay with the energy. Mm -mm. No, it's just greeting the energy and just accepting that it's there. And then taking that next step of breathing that energy into your heart and saying, you know, finding what you can, finding something good that you can turn that energy into, right? Like maybe just, I am a good person and I'm, I can forgive myself for those negative thoughts or for not re- meeting the expectations that I had formerly set in my mind about this particular relationship, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. And when you talked about that, you know, that pressure to take action, mm-hmm. I think that applies so much to our relationships that aren't necessarily where we want them to be. I think there's, um, I don't know, I guess I feel I've internalized a message sometimes from different places in our culture that we need to take drastic action when it comes to toxic relationships. Mm -hmm. Um, And sometimes, yes, we do. And sometimes maybe for whatever reason, we can't. Hmm. or we choose not to because relationships are not all good or all bad, mm-hmm. right? It's, it's gray. There's so much gray. Yeah. And so I feel like the permission to just go, wow, I'm just going to slow down and feel and sit with this mm-hmm. and not feel like I have to take dr- drastic action right in this minute. Like what a relief. It's just a permission to go, okay, I don't know how to solve this relationship right now. And that's okay. I'm going to see if more will unfold. I'm going to mm. see if I can learn more that will guide me to, to how I want to move forward in this relationship. But in this moment, I don't have to take action. Mm-hmm. That's such a gift. And that's so, I, 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 what a, what a gift we can give ourselves. I love that. I feel like we could talk about, it's so interesting. We've been talking for a few minutes now and we're still talking about stand one. Yeah. Right. And I'm like, oh, there's so, there's so much richness in not giving energy, you know, in the absolutely no, there's so much that you can dive into about that. And so much great, um, so many layers of greatness in that absolutely no. And what we can do with saying no to ourselves, to our own internal negative dialogue, to the toxicity of the relationship at hand, 
to the culture, to the society's expectations that they have set for us. Uh Uh-uh. Like you, Mm -hmm. like you spoke of with, you know, that expectation of women being the giver, give, 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 give. Well, while that's beautiful, that's a beautiful thing that we, that many women have to offer to the world is giving. Sometimes I need to say no. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I need to give to myself. And allowing that space to do that, right? That's what stand one is about. I love that. Let's talk about stand two, because we literally could probably get lost in stand one for the entire podcast. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So let's, let's move into stand two, the absolutely yes. So stand two, absolutely yes. Giving all of our energy to what is going right and what is going well. Mm -hmm. I think this is my feeling that this stand can be triggering to us in toxic relationships if we're not super clear about what it means. Yeah, I'm really interested in hearing more about that, about the fact that it could be triggering if we're not clear about what it means. So please dive into that. Let's unfold that. So... Stand two is, is joyful and it's genuine and it's authentic. That, that is the intent mm-hmm. of stand two. We can learn about stand two and giving recognition and telling people about their greatness. And we can feel like it's a burden. We can feel like oh gosh, guess I have to start giving recognitions to so-and-so or to so-and-so because that's what Nurtured Heart says I'm supposed to do. But that defeats the purpose of stand two, of being genuine and authentic and joyful. And we know that people, like when we give begrudging, recognitions they don't land well right and so that's my first just thought for anyone who's like oh I want to use nurtured heart but I feel like this relationship is toxic and I I don't have any recognition to give right now to that person Mm -hmm. okay great another point to just sit and be with that and not slip into stand one and go oh I should I should be able to nope you are where you are Mm. recognition of where you, where you are presently sitting and being forgiving of that, being okay with that, giving yourself permission to be where you are. Yes. Mm -hmm. And then think of how much joyful recognition that opens up for you to give to yourself wow, here I am in this relationship that the world says doesn't look the way it's supposed to. Mm -hmm. And I'm not being inauthentic in this relationship. I am trusting my instincts and my feelings and saying, hmm, it doesn't feel right to give recognitions right now. So I'm not going to. Look at me owning how I feel and what I need in this moment right? Stand two is so crucial and so life-affirming mm-hmm. in the midst of difficult relationships. 
Absolutely. Hmm. I mean, you can pour into the absolute yes of building yourself up because we have to be strong on the inside, right? Just like we say with nurtured heart, when we're teaching other people nurtured heart approach to use with their children, you know, we talk to them about, you know, you have to be strong on the inside. We want, sorry, resetting. We want our children to be strong on the inside so that they can handle whatever life brings them, right? Whether it's great or not great stuff. If they're strong on the inside, then they're going to be able to handle that. The same thing applies to ourselves, you know, in the midst of these challenging, toxic relationships, we have to have that inner strength, that inner wealth needs to be built up in us. And how do we do that? Well, we do it exactly the way you're suggesting, Stacey, instead of forcing ourselves to engage in giving these inauthentic recognitions to the person we're in relationship with and having that backfire in, <laughs> in many ways, right? Because if you give an inauthentic recognition to somebody, they're going to know it's not authentic. They're going to feel that. And that's going to cause more of a rift in the relationship. Also, when you give an inauthentic recognition to someone, you feel I, I, I'm going to say me for myself and my own experiences of life. I have done that before. And I, and when I do, I feel not great on the inside. It, it doesn't, I'm not feeling aligned with the truth of who I am. Right. Mm-hmm. So when we use stand two in those moments and in our absolute, yes, is about, I am going to focus on building myself up. That's what I'm doing right now. I'm resetting in my stand one. I'm not giving energy to my own negative thoughts. And I am um, not giving energy also to the negative relationship with the other person or with myself. And I'm going to focus on what I'm doing right. I'm going to give myself recognitions. I'm going to build myself up. What's going right in this moment for me? Yes. Mm-hmm. And I think we can then baby step ourselves towards. I was just thinking about that. I'm so glad you said that. Towards giving recognition to those people that it's difficult to give to. Yeah. If you think about, you know, we know in Nurtured Heart that if we give a big flowery recognition to a child who can't believe what we're saying, it's not going to land. Um. And so we know with kids, we bring it down just to the active recognition. Well, we can do the same in toxic relationships, right? We may not be able to be like, oh, I want to tell you all about your greatness, but we can bring it down to, hey, I appreciate that you, um, you know, stopped at the grocery store and picked this up for me. Yeah. Okay. That's truthful. Now, you might not be in the point to go, I'm going to tell you how responsible and caring and loving you are because you did that might not be feeling that, but we can give those active recognitions and that we can start there and have it feel authentic. That's a beautiful suggestion. I love that you shared that because it really does give us that permission to take those steps. And in this case, we're talking baby steps, Mm -hmm. um, you know, but take those steps towards what, what we hope 
to a goal that we have. You know, if you set yourself this goal of with this relationship, what is your long-term goal? I would like for my relationship to be or to look like. Well, once you've got whatever that goal is, once you have that set, and um, what you're saying right now, Stacy, gives us the freedom and the permission to do it nice and slow. Try try to get to that goal slowly at our own pace without that pressure like we talked about a few minutes ago, right? Without that pressure yep. of society saying, no, 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 you have to do it this way with this much energy and this much time. You must hurry up because time is ticking. Mm-hmm. Wash that all away. Give yourself that permission to take those baby steps and just just recognize what you can see, what you can about what's going right. What, you know, just take, like you said, I liked, I liked that example of like, Hey, I saw that you went to the grocery store and you picked up, um, you know, some groceries that I needed. Thank you. Mm -hmm. And you don't have to go deeper into it. You don't have to say, wow, what does that show about you? That tells me that you are thoughtful and caring. I mean, when you're ready, yeah, dive into that, you know, take it deeper to, to show them that evidence of what they mean to you, but take your time in being ready for that. Give yourself permission to, t- to do little itty bitty baby steps by using, as Stacy shared, the act of recognition, which is literally just saying what you see happening in that's going right. Yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm just breathing this all in. It's such a beautiful gift. Just the, the simplicity of this beautiful gift of the three stands. Yes. To walk us through this, these daily interactions with um, toxic relationships and maybe the toxic relationship is with yourself, right? Mm -hmm. And no matter who you have a difficult relationship with, it doesn't matter who it is, yourself, your kids, spouse, parent, whoever it might be, you can use the three stands like Stacey and I are at, are, are um, showing you um, to help yourself transform that relationship or at least transform the way you view yourself in relation to that relationship, right? Yes. Yeah. Mm. Ah, do you have any last um, thoughts about stand two or do, do you want to move into stand three? My last thought is again, goes back to being female in our culture and allow us allowing ourselves to not think that we have to give recognitions as part of being that human giver, right? Like, oh, if I just give enough recognitions, I'll fix this relationship. That's not why we give recognitions, right? Recognitions are given to mirror to someone what they bring to the world and if we come at it with an agenda of, well, I'll fix this and I'll heal this through recognitions, again, it's a way that it can backfire. Mm. Yeah, throw your agenda to the wind. No agendas, mm-hmm. not with yep. recognitions, yep. I, not with any of the stands. You really just have to be uh, truthfully, authentically in the truth of the moment. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that's where the real healing and the real transformation occurs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, let's talk about stand three, absolutely clear. Absolutely clear. So um, 
being super clear with yourself, with others about what you need, what you expect, what your rules are, what your boundaries are. Um, and I think this is also an area where we may need to baby step ourselves, um, especially in like toxic family relationships. If you have years and years of dynamics of being a certain way, it's pretty hard to just go, okay, I'm going to be super clear now and tell my family that we are not going to say these things anymore or do these things anymore. Mm-hmm. Anyone who belongs to a family knows that it doesn't work that way. Um, so it's about finding maybe those one or two things that like, nope, that, that is an absolutely no for me. I am going to tell this person that doesn't work for me and I need you to stop doing that. Mm. So that's one piece. What I hear you saying is to create your healthy boundaries. That's what stand three is to me. It's creating your healthy boundaries. So, but what I'm, what I heard in that, in what you said is that's overwhelming, you know, with a, with a potentially long time toxic relationship to just say, okay, I'm going to create my healthy boundaries. Now that can be really overwhelming. So I hear you say, suggesting to baby step yourself with those healthy boundaries. Um, you know, start with one or two that you can create, um, and sticking with that clarity. Here's my new boundary. This is just, just one. It's not, you know, a, a million, here's the new relationship. You may not cross this boundary. You may not do this. Um, but just taking that, um, small steps of creating boundaries. Is that what I'm, did I hear that correct? Yes, absolutely. And, and acknowledging to yourself that if there's been a long time pattern of unhealthy boundaries, but that is not going to change overnight. Right. And, And also acknowledging that you can set a boundary that doesn't mean that someone else is going to follow it. Mm -hmm. And so that's the piece of, then you, you go back to that stand one, right? Oh, shoot. I set a boundary and they didn't follow it. That must mean I screwed up. Mm. No, it just means you set a boundary and they didn't follow it. End of story. Like, so making sure that in your clarity, with others, you're also being clear in your relationship with yourself and not going to that place of Mm self-blame. Absolutely. I also, it made me think of, um, you know, in those moments of you setting a boundary and the boundary was broken by whomever that person was. And then you go back, like you said, you go back to stand one and you reset yourself and you give the absolute no, I'm not going to give energy to my negative thoughts around that. And then it made me think <clears throat> also at, that's a perfect opportunity to create your own self boundaries, right? So mm-hmm. I, you know what, I don't have to, my boundary here is um, I'm not taking that in. I'm not taking that toxicity in. So you broke the boundary, you stepped over the line, your toe was on the line and I feel, you know, somewhat violated by that, but I'm not going to allow what this other person did, the boundary that was broken by them. I'm not going to own that. That's not mine. That's my boundary. My clear boundary is that's yours. You can keep it over there. I am going to stay over here in my clear boundary of I'm not taking that on as something I did. And 
that leads right into the stand one of I'm not going to go into the spiral of negative thoughts. What did I do wrong? Right. Why, why is this happening? I set a boundary and it didn't work. So this is my fault. No, mm -mm. clear boundary here. Not taking this on is mine. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think another piece of stand three too, um, also, I mean, stand three also, not stand three too, um, <laughs> that for people who have been raised in any kind of abuse, mm. that it is a-okay in your stand three to say, wow, things that happened when I was a kid are not my fault. Mm. Um, because when you're a child, that's your, your time to grow and learn and make mistakes. And it is the adult's responsibility, um, to do their adult things. And so just honoring yourself and your perceptions and being clear that, yep, things that happened in the past were not my fault. And I think that can be really, really liberating mm-hmm. and free up more energy for all areas of life. I agree. And I just, I envision, I imagine like when you, when you tell yourself that what happened to me as a child was not my fault, that also bring opens up stand two for us, right? Because you've got that's, that's a stand one and stand three thing going on there. When I say what happened to me as a child was not my fault. I am having a clear boundary that I am not owning what someone else did to me, right? That's mm-hmm. not mine. I'm also not giving into any of that negative energy um, of what I, why it was my fault or how it was my fault or what I did wrong. No, I am not. I have my stand, clear stand one and stand three there. So when that happens, that, that gives you permission to open up your stand two for yourself and dive in to everything that you are doing right. Everything that is going well for you and how, you, how that, um, the greatness that that reflects in you. Mm-hmm. so empowering gosh yes it is mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. absolutely oh my goodness I just I think that this the three stands are such a gift they are such a gift for healing your your wounded heart for healing and creating this new sense of I am instead of I'm not. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that, how beautiful is that? Don't we all want to live in the place of I am versus exactly. I'm not? Exactly. Yes, Stacy. Thank you for saying that. I mean, we do, we all strive for that, but we get lost in the weeds. How mm-hmm. do I get to that? Right. How do I get to that? I want to be out of this. I'm not way of looking through the lens that I look through of, I'm not, I'm not good enough. I'm not enough, whatever it might be, but I don't know how to get out of, out of that lens. I don't know how to start seeing the, I am 
um, what's great about me. And where, what we have presented, this gift that we're presenting today to the audience, Stacey, that I'm just so, like my heart feels so full is that the three stands, walk yourself through the three stands in every relationship you have. My, what is my absolute no? What is my absolute yes? And what is my absolute clarity around all of this? Yes. And that's something you can do every day and you can do in every interaction and it might change from day to day. You can keep checking back in with your stands there. They can guide you. Uh Yes. Yes. I'm so glad you said that. It's not a one-time one and done kind of, kind of gig. This is, this is a daily practice. Um, I know Stacy, you and I have had discussions about how you personally have shared with me that you, you practice nurtured heart. It's not just something, it's not just something you've done like, oh yeah, I did this thing. You know, there was a relationship I had and I walked myself through the three stands around it and that's it. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a process that we live and breathe every day. So constantly for myself, I'm checking in with, with my three stands in lots of areas of my daily life. And I, you know, sometimes I have to sit down and um, have my physical space uh, to do that. Like where I, I need to have a, an area, a room where it's just me, it's quiet, it's peaceful. And I can walk myself intentionally like, uh, okay, here I am. I'm going to go through stand one, stand two, stand three. Other times it's something that I do on sort of an unconscious level. Like I don't even know mm-hmm. I'm doing it. You know what I mean? Um, and it's just part of the daily interactions like a quick check-in. So it can be, it doesn't have to be, you know, oh, I have to set aside a half an hour, you know, to do this. While, while that may be what you need, go for it if you, if that's what you need. But other times it might just be, I'm going to take a quick breath, a Mm -hmm. quick moment. And I'm going to walk through the three stands on this one in the car while you're driving, right? That's a perfect place to work through some of those, work through your stands on some of the, the, um, things that come up in your, in your life. My great friend, Josh Kirsten told me, because I was anticipating a a gathering that was stressful to me. He's like, go take your five minutes in the bathroom, Mm -hmm. do your breathing, Um, recenter yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's like, it can be a half hour by yourself. It can be real quick. It could be somewhere in between where you take a few minutes for yourself and check in with your stance. Absolutely. Yes. And, you know, Stacy and I both have mentioned, um, the breathing piece, um, and basic, you know, without going into, that's a whole nother topic, a whole nother podcast discussion, but I just want to make sure that the listeners have an understanding of what we mean by that. And really it's, it's that mindfulness practice of breathing as you're going through the three stands, because when we, when we, as you're walking yourself through those three stands, right? So if you're breathing Mm -hmm. with it, with that intention of, I'm going to work with the energy that's, that's coming towards me. It helps us to stop the process of pushing away the energy, right? Because that's the idea. We want to stop trying to stop energy. We can't stop energy. (laughs) We can't control energy. And I don't know that we actually really want to control energy, we somehow got it in our minds that we do want to control it. But boy, when I stopped trying to control energy, my life changed so much in wonderful and beautiful ways. 
So the breathing piece is just a way to help yourself allow the energy to flow and not push it away anymore. Yep. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, this was a beautiful discussion. Um, I, I don't know. It's about that time for us to wrap up, but before we do, Stacey, do you have any, uh, last, you know, pearls of wisdom that you, you want to share with our listeners today about, um, the self-care in the midst of a toxic relationship? Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> I, I just really want to honor everyone who is in that position right now. Um, and honor for all of you who find yourselves in that position, how hard it is. Um, what a struggle it can be and your fortitude. You're still here. You're still working through it. You are at some level, you're trusting your heart, even if it doesn't feel like you are. Mm. And I see you. I, I see that. And I, I just really want to give hope to anybody who feels like they're in an impossible situation. These stands really can help. Mm. Yes. Thank you for sharing that. Um, the, the three stands bring hope into impossible mm-hmm. situations. Absolutely. Oh goodness. What a great conversation. Um, I think this is, this is a gift, um, to so many people out there in the world listening to this. So, um, I just want to quick reminder for our listeners, you can go to our website, childrensuccessfoundation.com for more information on trainings in your area and free resources, lots of good stuff on that website. And Stacy, just, gosh, just a special thank you to you. Um, I really am so grateful for, um, for you sharing your knowledge, your experience, your wisdom um, around this topic. And um, to everybody listening, don't forget to see what's going right in your daily journey. One thing I can tell you without blinking, I'm not giving it time to negative thinking. Those fears in the past have left me sinking. With all the worries and doubts I used to grow Bad finances or flagging relations Don't go in that direction I'm now a proponent of taking time to feel all the moments Knowing what you want to do with these moments the greatness in your moments Breathe into greatness Radiate your heart with greatness Breathe it into every cell Then breathe it out to the world as well Reset to your heart's intention 